Good morning. Thank you for joining this morning. Being aware of awareness meditation. Your three bells, usual. One in just a moment, one in 30 minutes, and then one 60 minutes from now. So we just kind of allow a dropping in. Everywhere we go, there we are. Here we are. And we we start again, perhaps, with the presumption of awakeness. Craig Hamilton talked about the other day, which points us directly to the, the fact of our own direct experience in this moment. The consciousness through which this moment is experienced is present, undeniably present, clear. Under the mind, we raise notions of cloudiness. You are experiencing whatever you're experiencing. Now, <laughs> mind may tell you you don't prefer it, but that's a different matter. We're all having exactly the experience that we're having. And that is known through our open, empty, clear, conscious awareness. There is nothing to do to make that happen. We confirm in our own experience that it's happening. Awareness is happening. You know, there is no drum roll. This is awareness. Awareing life. And we need but put attention on it. To directly know that and unconscious experience. 
no place to get to, nothing to trying to become, nothing we're trying to throw the slip to, we're not trying to get out of anything, away from anything. We're just here. Awareness is here. Knowingness is here. And we can notice from here as here, all five senses are alive, alive and well. And here, we can see, we don't even have to open our eyes, right? You get that like light, kind of brownish, orangish, whatever color you describe, the color that's coming in through your eyelids, if there's any light in the room where you are. And if there's not, there's an awareness that there's no color coming through. The awareness of darkness. So there's tasting, right? Touching, you can, you can just feel wherever your fingers are, hands are, you feel your back against the chair, legs against whatever surface you're on. We all know there's a fifth sense. <laughs> oh, smelling. Yeah. So the, the senses are all online, right? The senses are all there. What, what knows that? what's able to confirm each of those inputs. It's aliveness, it's awareness. Sometimes they call it the I am presence. The reason they call it the I am presence is we check in. Am I here? Do I exist? And that's the intelligence that lives, knows it lives. 
mindfulness, it's self-knowing, it's self-aware. Aware of itself. So being aware of the fact that we're aware, is it's not actually something we do. Okay, go ahead, not be aware. Go ahead, not be aware that you're aware. I mean, if it's something you do, it's something you can stop doing, right? Let's all just stop being aware. And we see, do we not? Mind makes up, we do everything. I mean, that's Paul Hederman's essential message, right? This selfie. Life happens and then some voice in the head goes, oh, that was awesome. Or that was horrible. Or it says, what were you thinking? And the answer is, well, I, I wasn't thinking. I, I watched it all happen. So awareness is aware of itself. Do we have anything to do with that? Or is the awareness that we are aware of that? And again, could, could you not, if it seems optional, right? If mind is selling you, you're doing it. Either you're doing a bang up job or you have no idea what anyone's talking about. Whichever way mind's spinning the story. Is it your direct and conscious experience in this moment? That not only is awareness happening, that awareness is aware of awareness. And something is aware of that. Something is cognizant of that. Something witnesses that. Just as some, something witnessed a moment you came back into awakeness this morning from sleeping, something witnessed you getting up, witnessed either you did your routine or did not do your routine, something witnessed all that. And something is witnessing sitting for meditation right now. That same something is aware of the space of the room it's aware if there are or are not others in the house. It's gonna pick up little noises as this hour passes, fix up sensations in the body. If all of a sudden there was some awful smell, you wouldn't have to open your eyes and, and kind of figure it out. No, awareness would catch that. So something watches all of this. And, and that awareness, that larger background witnessing,
you know, mind likes to kind of whisper or presume or just kind of think it thinks it knows that that awareness is in the body, right? Maybe behind the eyes or behind the third eye, if that's your, you know, if that's a useful symbol for you. Sometimes right behind the heart, chest cavity. I've, I've never had someone say, you know, I, awareness I feel is in my knee, in my elbow. The sense of awareness always seems somewhere in the, in the trunk of the body or the head. maybe we can all just locate where on this morning our sense of awareness is. It's funny because when we start these, it kind of feels like it's up behind the eyes. Within five or 10 minutes, it feels like it's down in the heart area. Maybe we all just check in and locate that for ourselves this moment. And of course, the next question is, how do you know? What sees that? What awares that? What is it that can suss out exactly where the sense of awareness is? There's a, we can really start to touch into a, a further back, more panoramic awareness. Oftentimes, when examined, that awareness, that sense of awareness is non-local. And sometimes it's local. Sometimes it feels like it, it's seen from just behind where it is. But other times, the seeing feels to be seen from way back. <laughs> We can kind of get real curious about that larger, non-local knowing of awareness. Because it's a knowing, isn't it? I mean, you're not guessing. It's your felt sense. It's, it's experiential. It's direct. You're not taking a concept and trying to like put it on like a costume, right? You're just looking, you're just sensing what's what's real for the, your experience right now, for you. And so this kind of further back, non-local sense of awareness, the awareness that 
kind of sort of watched you get up this morning. Watched you brush your teeth or not brush your teeth. Watched you make your way through your house or not. That from which all those details can be recalled, even though at the time, and we're just absorbed in the doings of them. In that moment, you may not have been like aware that non-local awareness was taking it all in. Because attention lands on that non-local awareness, that further back, that witnessing presence. We can, we can check, like if it feels like it's in the body, where does it stop? Does it stop at your shoulder? Or can this awareness see the shoulder? Does it you know, stop at your foot, go that far down, or, or does it actually see not just the foot, there's awareness of the entire body and the space around it. You know, there's awareness of the, the structure you're in. The others in the, in the house are not. The street you're on, the plot, the subdivision or the town. Some demarcation of geography, right? And awareness is aware of what's inside that demarcation and what's outside of it. And awareness is aware of all the space, you know, starting with the room you're in and the walls and the space right outside those walls. And 500 years from now, when the structure you're in is no more, the space will be exactly the same, right? It won't change the space. And then we look to see, does that, does that space, that non-local awareness, that knowingness, does it stop at some point, like five houses up your street or one town over, or maybe the lines of your state? Or does it keep going, right? Got the whole continent you're on. The globe, the earth, space around that. Out, out into the, the galaxies and all the more particularized words that someone could use if they knew about that stuff. And it's infinitely expanding. Does awareness stop? 
this awareness. As you know, you can see how quickly mind can get conceptual. An idea, something you read in a book, learned about, knew about, place you went. But we, if we stick very close to the evidence of our own direct experience, can you find a border, a limit in this awareness that it is that is aware it is aware? Just forget all that non-local stuff that may not live for some of us. And we're only interested in, in what we can confirm in our direct experience for us right now. Because if it's true, it's got to be true right now, right? Can we find a boundary? Can we find a form, a, a shape, a, an edge, a, a curve, a corner? Can we find a dip, a divot? Here an airplane above, right? It's just flying right through awareness. <laughs> the awareness doesn't go up to the plane and then oops, just that's it. Can't go beyond it. It also can't just go to the outside of the plane. Oh, sorry, can't go through it. It can and it does, doesn't it? So what if nothing has ever happened to you? What if every single thing has happened in you? sound of a truck happening in you, the silence within which the truck came, the silence within which the sound of the truck dances, dissipates, and eventually, on the truck's time, on the object's time, dissolves, right? And what if we are that which notices all of it? By definition, that within which 
it arises. And we can scan in our mind's eye all the objects in consciousness. Myriad, sundry objects. And which of those objects do not arise within you? What can be said to be outside of you? So this grand, vast, unlimited silence, which has never once turned a sound away. It has welcomed every single one of all the days of this life. And you can notice for ourselves whether any sound erases the silence or whether the silence is there as well. I can hear a plane and a bird and a truck across the street that's apparently going to start some construction. How perfect. We can test it. Is silence here? Are sounds here? Do they commingle until they don't? But which one never leaves? Which one dances in and out constantly? And which one? always present.
also this pointing. What if nothing ever happened to you? What if every single thing happened in you? We can, we can use the knowing of silence, the dance of silence and sound to kind of explore that. The experience of silence indicates the presence of truth. This dance, this, this everything happening, not to me, but in me, not to us, but in us. is the collapse of a distinction between the observer and the observed, the perceiver and the perceived. And those artifices of the mind, when they collapse, when they give way, there's these peaks, these glimpses, these scenes, these knowings of truth. One big, endless, infinite dance of something and nothing. of object and awareness, sound and silence. You know, a flower and a vast sky against which it's seen, within which it's known. So if mind is periodically whispering, but wait, I'm the observer. Right? I'm the one that knows it. Sure, nothing happens to me. It all happens in me. I get that. But still, I'm the one that knows that. I'm the one sitting in the chair. I'm the one meditating. It's just a beautiful opportunity to stay very close to our own experience and test that against the light, kind of hold it up to the light of our own experience. 
we turn awareness around, right? Kind of ask who's who's speaking here. Show thyself. And just explore. We just trace our way back from the hearing of the voice back to the voice. Where is it? The sense of a you, the doer, the one who's very, very responsible for how life turns out and needs to work very, very hard to rearrange the deck chairs. Whether the, the boat's having smooth sailing and you're going to keep it so, or whether it's heading for an iceberg. <laughs> An independent entity that imagines itself the grand wizard, or at least the one that's going to be blamed. And we just look, look in here. Where's the me? There's a, there's a very strong sense of identification, strong sense of identity. Do we ever find a separate self? It's not the knowing that we won't find one. It's the looking. Because mind says, no, it's, it's, it's definitely there. You're not looking in the right place. You're not looking the right way. This doesn't count. I mean, mind is, you know, has one story. Pay attention to me. Stay interested in me. Whether it's interested with fear, interested with worry, pride, blame, guilt, all the juicy ones, right? Unworthiness, expectation, attachment to outcome. It's all got all kinds of different mustaches. Mm, how about this one? You want to look at this, don't you? Okay, so we're looking, we're interested. We've taken the bait, but we're doing it soberly and wide-eyed, not allowing any assumptions to slip by, unexamined, untested, unexplored. So what we don't find is a little separate self sitting in there, do we? It's me, I'm over here. God, I'm waiting for you to come and find me. But it's equally important, we do find. We don't find a separate self, but we do find. Do we not? An alive, spacious, empty, open, welcoming, warm, Aliveness, awareness, 
And we can look right at that which we find in our own direct experience right here now. Ask, is there anything missing? Does anything here want more sounds to come or different sounds to come or want to insist on silence, you know? Or is what we find silence and sound and openness and every other object and consciousness that wants to blow through for as long as it wants to come. When we find that which has no resistance to the fact that life is a happening moment to moment to moment. I loved when uh, Reverend Bev read this weekend in her homily from Paul Hederman. <laughs> she said, yeah, yeah, I know. I know you think you're, there's a you in there, but there's not, not separate. Just present sense noticing. And you have been served your spiritual notice. <laughs> So this rampant, incessant identification can be seen as the mechanism that it is, right? And we could see if we were the we that was identified with that which prefers silence for meditation, We could create for ourselves a suffering experience right now. But instead, maybe we'll just welcome in the opportunity to listen for the silence amidst the sound. Noticing mind chiming in, telling you you don't like this, shouting your preferences, demanding you protect yourself from imagined unhappiness. Is the silence affected by this sound? Or is it steady, open and available?
his awareness kind of had it. It's just going to stop for a while. Or is it wide open, present, and available? What if this construction event is actually a demolishing event? Was not happening to us, but happening in us. What if this very event provides an ample opportunity to get a taste of reality? We can experience directly the collapse of the distinction between the observer and the observed, the perceiver and the perceiver. Is silence still available? Is still present beneath, around, within? So I'll share a quote from the Seven Steps to Awakening. Well, it's not quite full on destruction yet. This is 1533. This ocean of world appearance can be crossed only when you are firmly established in supreme wisdom. When you see the self with the self alone, and when your intelligence is not diverted or colored by sense perceptions,
So is the silence still present? And are the sounds right there with them? Is it true that we do not have to choose one or the other? But the fact is, the taste of reality is. It's all happening at exactly the same time, in the same space. So this is quote 1533 again. This ocean of world appearance can be crossed only when you are firmly established in supreme wisdom. When you see the self with the self alone and when your intelligence is not diverted or colored by sense perceptions. So if we, if we can hear the silence amidst the sound, if we can hear the sound amidst the silence, if we said what can hear the sound, we could say the ears, right? But if we said, who can hear the silence? That's what Helen, that's why Helen Hamilton picked the word noumenon. It is that which can perceive all phenomena, all arisings and fallings, all of what the sense perceptions feed. but that which itself is not phenomenological. 
is not rising and falling, does not have a form, does not come and go. What else could hear the silence? What else could be aware of awareness? Those don't have shapes, they don't have forms, and they don't come and they don't go. How could something recognize something that was not that something? can't be detected by the senses, can it? You could have the most attenuated, attuned senses ever. That's not how we know awareness is aware of itself. That's not what hears the silence. So this ocean of world appearance can be crossed only when you are firmly established in supreme wisdom. When you see the self, with the self alone. When you see the noumenon with the noumenon alone. When you hear the silence with the silence alone. And when your intelligence is not diverted or colored by sense perceptions. We are that. Can you, can you hear the silence? Mm -hmm. 
can you hear the silence with the silence alone? Can we notice the silence welcomes in all the sounds, every one of them. 